Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everybody, on this episode of the GH Report, we are back in the saddle again. We're going to be talking about two Jasons, some Franco shenanigans, and, you know, Lucretia is going to wax poetically for about 30, 45 minutes about Dr. Hot Priest, or I guess not so priest anymore. Let's do it. You're tuning in to the destination for TV super fan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Chance Report. It is Sunday night. We've been gone for a little while, but we're back right now. I hope you've missed us as much as we've missed you. Of course, it's the show where we break down all the latest happenings in Port Charles. I'm one of your hosts, Frank Moran. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at HappyGoJackie. And I'm Lucretia Lyon, guys. You can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. And, of course, folks, you can like us on Facebook, give us those five stars on iTunes, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and Lucretia's got her computer up and running, which means the chat is up and running as well. So hop on in there, share your thoughts about anything going on in Port Charles or just, you know, whatever's on your mind about about anything. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, general day-to-day life issues. You know, Lucretia and I are just here not only to talk about soaps, but the... Settle affairs of the heart, right? Exactly. Yeah. You know, like what you had for breakfast this morning. You know, how are your kids doing? That's true. We, we care about those things, guys. There you go. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's uh, in my household. Uh, it's the uh, basically the moment that we've all been waiting for. It is ESS. Mm-hmm. I've had to have that presented to me many, many, many times this afternoon. It was great. So, mm-hmm. thank you, Josie. ESS. Oh, great, <laughs> great. All right, ladies and gentlemen. We, of course, we were gone last week, uh, you know, unforeseen circumstances, but there's a lot of stuff heating up with the Jason storyline, and that's probably my favorite storyline, the one that's got me most excited uh, to dump, uh, dump into. Dump, we're just going to dump right into the storyline, jump right into it. How are you liking the Jason storyline? It's actually really good. I know that on Twitter I was even like, yeah, th- they did such a good job. I mean, it's so awesome to have Steve Burton back, but I was a little like, okay, how are they going to do this? Is it going to be good? Better be good. And then you're like, yes! <laughs> it, yeah. it is so interesting, though, that nobody nobody will refer to him by his damn name, no. though. Oh, Not even this Russian doctor, where it's like, patient six. And he seems to know all this, which is confusing mm-hmm. to me, because when uh, he first got the number from Ava, and he calls it up, he's asking Jason, who's, who's his sonny? Who's sonny? And now he seems to know all the deal about him, but he still will only refer to him as patient six. <laughs> Nobody's going to say his name? All right. I guess this is, you know, them just still trying to be like, is he really Jason? Well, yes, we all know he's Jason because you wouldn't have Steve Burton back if he wasn't Jason. But, yeah, like, the stuff with Ava and especially at Morgan's grave, oh, so good. Yes. Mm. No, that, that it's just... Uh, I mean, we've talked about how we like seeing a relationship develop between Steve Burton's Jason and uh, Maura West or Ava. Mm. And it's cool. We're getting bits and pieces of that, which is really cool. 
Yeah, because I like how she's being, you know, honest and open with him and, you know, sort of asking him things, well, you know, and divulging a little bit more honesty. This is a good way we see Ava, you know, kind of making a new friend. It's it's good. Yeah. I do like how uh one well, first thing I like about the storyline is that we didn't thankfully hmm. waste a lot of time getting him from uh Russia to New York. Oh, and then, yeah. and then from there to Port Charles. Yeah, he is already here, which is great, because we were thinking November. Yes. Uh, Not to say that it hasn't been filled with, you know, a couple uh, moments of, like, soap opera coincidence and stuff. Just, like, that was always, like, bad timing. So when he's in New York and he goes to a bar and he he gets help from one of the bartenders and leaves just in time for uh, the Billy Miller, Miller, Jason, and Sam to walk into that same bar to cheer their new signing at Daredevil's Media. So I was like, okay, so close. (laughs) So close yet so far. So, <laughs> of course, they have to do the the soap trope, the lurking around. I mean, literally every character that ever came back on All My Children would lurk around for a good month before anybody important saw them. Oh yes, yeah. it's oh. Uh, <laughs> every time. Every, yeah, I mean, we've seen them lurking around. Uh, well, spying on the balcony with yeah. uh, the Sam and Jason, and then uh, <laughs> uh, that spying on his own son yeah. right there in the park, just lurking right there for a while. Yeah, like, it, it was funny that he went to Sonny's house first. I had to burst out laughing. It's like, nah, you're true love. But, yeah, when he realized Jake was alive, like, that was just, like, so heartbreaking. Because he's like, yeah. Jake. And then, oh. Wait, somebody yeah. said my name. Somebody said my name. Yeah. But, right, uh, to jump to that moment, like, so then we we see him go get hot chocolate. And then he comes back uh, from the park from playing. and it, Or he comes back from the hot chocolate. And he says, oh, I, I, I saw this guy that said my name. Standing right over there, but he's gone now. Uh, but I wasn't frightened. I just felt really, like, really comforted. Like, yeah. like I was like, mm, okay, mm. <laughs> sure. You could just tell by just walking by us and dude. I felt really comfortable around this guy. Yeah, yeah good call. Uh, yeah, the, uh, the I, it's it's been great. I mean, I guess we're going to definitely see this version of our, our tried and true Jason Morgan. He is still dialed in with Sonny. Yeah. So whenever he comes back, we're just going to basically go back to the same Jason Morgan we've known and loved. So. For better or for worse. Yeah, and as I say, I mean, that is the easy route. I would still like him to have a relationship with the quarter mains, and I think that that will be there. Because I think that this may push Billy Miller's uh, Jake or Drew or whatever we want to call him by then, maybe in more with the quarter mains because of the Derek Wells media thing. And Jason Morgan might be jealous. And that's where I could see that dynamic kind of coming in is, you know, Drew or whatever we want to call him kind of wanting to get to know that side of his family since that's similar to the path he's going. And then Jason being a little bit jealous. That's true. It's, uh, you know, and certainly I know like different actors are going to bring different parts Mm -hmm. to a role if they're they're taking over, especially uh, a well-established character. Uh, and a very much uh, very fan beloved character like a Jason Morgan, that uh, you know, and we've talked about this before, but it's just like there's just something about seeing Steve Burton back that it's yeah. just like, yes, all right, it's like all is right with the world again. Yeah, <laughs> you're like all right, I, I I am jazzed by it. It's great to see it. Uh, you know, and I know there's uh, some tweets uh, going around like, hey, they can't wait to see the two Jasons reunite, or I can't wait to see Sam's reaction. And I know I tweeted out, it's like, I cannot, I'm not looking forward to the Sam crying scenes. Uh, and I know uh, one fan said that, you know, like, you wouldn't be emotional in a situation like this. And it's like, yes, you, absolutely. But, mm-hmm. yeah, man, there's just the way they write Sam when she gets 
in those kind of moments. Ugh, it yeah. is so over the top and so like drawn out that it just it, it uh, so little of it goes a long way with me. Yeah, because I feel like they tend to torture Sam because Kelly Monaco is such a good actress and so great at those scenes. But we get it; she is great at those scenes. Let's give her something else to do instead <sighs> of that. Yeah, yeah. No. I mean, it just—I mean, if you look about like this year, it has just been like just kind of emotional, 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 emotional. I mean, and I know soaps are, are supposed to be all about the drama, but boy, you know, we could also have some lighter, fun moments too. I mean. It's all about escapism. It isn't, and that doesn't necessarily have to be like dark. It could also be fun and exciting. Yeah. We're not getting that yet. <laughs> There's a few bright spots, as we say. That we, speaking of the Quartermains, I mean, we had that little bit with Ned and Olivia and the direction that they're going with them. I that's a bright spot. It was a week. No, yeah. that's true. Yeah. And this uh, the, this storyline, well, I did like that with Ava. So he yeah. gets her apartment and then uh, says, oh, "Hey, I need you to drive uh, deliver a note to Sunny for me." And so writes this note, and then mm-hmm. uh, Ava takes it over, and I like Ava's like already up top. I did like she was there with Jason, like you know he's probably not going to want to take this from me because he's not going to believe yeah. what it says because it's coming from me. But she does it anyway, and yet she can't she can't help but just start needling Sunny <laughs> yeah. the moment she walks in that door. Yeah, you just say you know if you ask me to leave, you're going to miss something really important. She's always just like coy and needling. Oh, she she can't stop it. It's fun. She is, <laughs> she's enjoying herself, and I do like that. She's like, eh, I'm still Ava. I'm still going to screw with Sonny. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, you know, I mean, Sonny. It's understandable. I mean, given Sonny and and Ava's history and everything that's been going on with Ed Morgan's involvement and what she did with him that. He is very much trying to stonewall her from uh, seeing uh, Avery. But, uh, man, it's uh, I guess he's not seeing the full picture that yeah. we're seeing at all either. So, so you understand, like, she's trying to change. If you give her just a little bit, maybe that might help. Yeah. And he won't do it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, it's frustrating. But anyway, so he writes that note. And, of course, he calls Jason. And what I liked, I, I was so sure on this scene or like with uh, like all right, I guess maybe it was like implanted memories from uh, Helena that she yeah. implanted Drew with Jason's memories. So there would be some gaps in there. But when they have that scene where he talks with the Billy Miller Jason about the note that has specific details only the two of them would know, and he knows all of it, I'm really interested in like how he got all those memories too. Yeah, because that is the thing that I'm like, hmm, yeah. Because yeah, I mean, Helena wouldn't have access to any of that. So yeah, I. I mean, unless you had, like, some weird device that transferred, like, all of Jason's memories into, you know, Billy Miller, Jason's head. I don't know how he would know, like, those random little bits of knowledge that, you know, only Jason Morgan and one other person would know. Well, I mean, there are certain types. This is like a Chuck science, so I don't know how real it is. But well, we're all stuck they were, <laughs> she can yeah, do anything, like, too. Um, they were able to get all these government secrets in Chuck's head by a series of images, like sort of almost your brain downloading them. So, I mean, I'm guessing I don't know how they would get them out of Jason Morgan's head into there, but yeah, yeah. It, it, so it, this is yeah, definitely is weird. Yeah, it is not as easy as an answer as I thought it was going to be. So it's like, oh yeah, we, we, we can explain. We yeah. can start seeing shipping away at the, the Billy Miller Jason and finding out. All right. It's easy to start seeing the cracks about what he doesn't and doesn't know. Doesn't, does not know. But it is not going to be that easy. And, of course, we have another tease where they're at the bridge. At Sonny uh, goes mm-hmm. to see Jason. And, you know, it's always both with Sam and with Sonny. 
the moment he's about to raise up, of course, <laughs> Billy Miller's got to walk in and I'm like, well. oh, and all he does is just crotch down lower. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm digging the storyline. I, I am very jazzed about it. And I'm curious to see who, well, it looks like Sam's going to be put in danger now. Which, again, oh, God, my least least yeah. favorite thing. <sighs> both, both because I, I never enjoy watching those scenes because it's, it, oh, it's just so drawn out. But then I, I can't be great for, you know, Kelly Monaco to have to play. It's like always Sam's, like, always kidnapped. Always in danger, always kidnapped, something, Ugh. yeah. <laughs> so I was hoping, I mean, I was hoping it might be Jake. That might be. That would, yeah. that, that would be kind of cool. But I don't know. I guess we're just going to have to deal with this. So who is going to be the first person in Port Charles that already knows him to see him? I feel like it's going to be like Franco or somebody he doesn't like. That's why I feel like they're going to have to go that route. It can't be Carly. It can't be Sam. Not even Elizabeth. I don't see that happening. Mm, and that's Sonny? I mean, yeah, even though, the, well, Sonny loves him the most. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's whose house he went to first. It's like, oh, Jason, we know who you pick. Well, and it was interesting that, you know, I mean, the great thing about having Steve Burton back is that you can have all those great flashbacks. You have yeah. access to all of that. So to see the one scene out in front of uh, Luke's old bar, uh, his blues club, to see them the first time that they met and just... How young Maurice looks with, like, a fuller head of hair yeah. and just how, like, just, you know, scrawny. Scrawny. Steve <laughs> yes. <laughs> scrawny. <laughs> Wearing, like, oversized clothing and stuff. But, uh, no, it's been cool to be able to get that stuff back. Uh, so, we'll see. But, all right. So, as we're talking about Derek Wells Media, let's jump over to the really crazy part of the story. <laughs> that the Billy Miller Jason and Sam have now bought Derek Wells Media. They, they bought a media company. Never had anything to do with media before. Yeah, I like this direction with them, even though it's kind of goofy how they did it. But I'm like, okay, well, this this gives this Jason uh, a purpose, and this is him trying to get out of the mob. What makes sense? That's his father-in-law's company, who's now in jail. So as I say, it's like it it made sense for them to do it and for him to get something to work at. I wish it was a LQ, but this sort of makes sense. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> just, yeah. I wonder, like, all right, so you were trying to make a fresh start. Yeah. Would you? Would your first instinct to be go to go towards something that you really don't have a lot of familiarity with at all? To go and say, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna spend millions of dollars to buy this and run this company, and I have no experience whatsoever in this, and I don't even know if I like it. I just know that it's a change from something I should that I shouldn't be doing right now. Well, if we had Jason money, maybe. But, and two, the only things he's good at is, like, killing people. These, this is what his experience is in, is in, um, you know, racketeering and murdering people. So he couldn't really get something he had that, yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, you're a hitman, what, what what do you go into? True. Yeah. I mean, what's yeah. that, what about, like, the days where he had the garage and he was a mechanic and he worked oh, yeah. on bikes, you That's know? true. Why isn't he, uh, yeah. you know, investing back in that again? But... He's not. He decided to buy a B and D company. Oh, one last thing to jump back to with uh, Steve Burton, Jason, is that whole thing with uh, with Hugsley on the on the ship. <laughs> that just like went z- no, went nowhere. nowhere. <laughs> went nowhere. Yeah. He got a watch, and then cut to he's in a bar in New York. I'm like, what? That That's that was it? it. So I I don't know like what the whole point of that was. 
because because it didn't even go anywhere because even when uh, Sam and Billy Miller Jason see that watch and they see the inscription that says Huxley, they get talked out of it and like, oh yeah, I guess probably somebody else has that same name too, and then mm-hmm. they just leave. So I'm like, well, this went nowhere <laughs> for this whole kind of like if you I don't know if you were trying to tease a potential kind of future storyline. But it just felt like, all right, we just had this guy in for a couple of days. <laughs> I gave him a watch and sent him on his way. So, farewell, Huxley. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see you maybe. Maybe in another year, I mean. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Another year. around <laughs> the same time. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they, they buy this company and it's all like, of course, uh, Billy Miller Jason says to Sam, I'm not going to do it without you. You've got to co-sign with me. We're going to be running this together. So that way we, you know, we can... And what I did, what drove me crazy about this is like they said, you know, it's it's predictable hours. I'm like, you are running a multi-million dollar media empire. <laughs> There's nothing predictable about this at all. <laughs> you, it is not going to be nine to five. No. It is not going to be nine to five. So what are you talking about? Weekends yeah. off, nine to five. We're great. You know, home by six every night and relaxing. No, it's <laughs> never going to happen. Yeah, and maybe this is a new storyline for them. Oh, Jason, he's faced all sorts of mob foes, but he's never faced working dead. Are you, because we come into this storyline so late mm-hmm. into his idea, which I definitely feel like it was so out of left field with the, uh, the, the when Jason kind of says, I have this idea, to all of a sudden he's already done it. That we get teased with the storyline that Valentine is going to make a run for it as well. Yeah. And then that just gets swept out from under the, like... Yeah, I would have thought that there would have been a more, you know, at least a couple days of Valentine and um, that Jason fighting it out. You know, and I like that he he had chemistry. Billy Miller and um, Michelle Stafford had chemistry. So I at least like that they had that scene with them. Hmm. Yeah, like, but, it, yeah, but yeah, it was like that. That's it. I would have thought that would have been drug out more. Yeah. yeah, it would have been nice to see them kind of like you know playing a little chess against each other mm-hmm. to get this company who was going to outmaneuver who to finally lock it in. But by the that, that time, Valentine is like, "I'm ready to do this." Oh, wait, I've already lost. Oh, mm, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then even when he says, "You know, I'm going to find out a way to kind of you know you know nullify this deal," then that went nowhere too. Nowhere. Uh, damn. All right. Mm-hmm. This would have been at least something to to see Jason Valentine not operate with, you know, using their more darker background, the mercenary backgrounds and what and whatnot, but uh, operate like uh, it's like the corporate boardroom is going to be yeah. their, their their new battlefield. Yeah, that would be really interesting. And but we'll see because yeah, Miss Yakiki asked, "What will Julian's purpose be when he comes back?" Because we all know Julian's coming back. And then it's like, okay, so are we going to actually start doing some corporate storylines or what? I mean, that does – I mean, I I agree with her. I was like, when Julian does come back, one, how's he going to get out of jail? There's got to be some way to set it up so he can get back out. There's going to be something from his mob past that he's going to get sprung out on because he knows some critical information that he can use to get like an early release out of if he cooperates and gives him this intel. I'd imagine. Because he, and he needs to be out to make this happen. I gotta think. But, like, when he does, whenever that whole storyline gets resolved, what what is his place now in Port Charles? Yeah. I mean, the majority of his family wants nothing to do with him. And Alexis is always waffling back and forth. And he has no media empire, so he doesn't have anything to really do in a business sense. So what does a character like Julian do when he's in Port Charles? Mm. I mean, and they renewed him. 
or at least because he has contract, right? So they, didn't they renew his contract? I yeah, I believe so. I mean, that's why yeah. he he's coming back with a new contract. So it should be for a while. I mean, I would think. I I, I will be really curious to see where this takes him. And I mean, I guess because I don't see anybody else that he could get connected with, other than I mean. I feel like we're just going to have him and Alexis doing this dance for a while. Yeah. Because I don't know if there's anybody else on campus that you, we, he could be with. Yeah. I mean, I certainly don't see Anna going there, but, yeah. Monica? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Yeah. I mean, Monica's always dating these guys who we never see anyway. Yeah, exactly. Let's, let's let Why her, not? You know, let's let her date Julian. Why not? There you go. I mean, they, that'd be great. You know, Jason, you took my company. I will take your mother. <laughs> that'd be hilarious. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we do get a scene, though, at least when Val- – I do like that Nina always jumps to the worst conclusion. He's going to come and he's going to fire me. That's it. So we're going to go and we're all going to start yeah, our own business. Yeah. And never at least willing to – I did like at least <laughs> Billy Miller's station saying, I was going to say all that if he would have just let me talk. I'm caught. <laughs> no. Yeah. So well, we're going to see her. She's got total autonomy to, to keep doing what she's doing in Crimson. And he's even eyeing her to be like his, you know – is like you know, right hand man, right hand woman. Yeah, I'd say. I like that. That that that's interesting. I'll be up for having Nina get yeah. you know, other different relationships. You know, it's always interesting to see her. You know, get away from. Well, it was just necessary to get away from like the the whole like is Nina crazy storyline to kind of yeah. branch out and run Crimson successfully. And I'm glad it was, it was successful. It didn't like crash and burn. I'm glad that it was successful. And now I'd be curious to see you know now that she's got some confidence to see what she'll do after that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I guess the big thing is, is she going to bring back Maxie? Yeah, I think it's odd that that hasn't been resolved yet. But I don't know. Because I, I, can't, I can't quite gauge from Billy Miller's offer to her. Is that like become like a, his uh, right-hand woman? Does that mean that she would step aside from Crimson and become more focused on the whole media company? Or would she would she be doing that in addition to really focusing on Crimson? Yeah, because I think that that may be the intention, and that sort of gives Maxie a bigger role and a need and stuff like that. And hopefully that's the way they're going, because, yeah, the entire chat, and like that was their immediate thought, is like, yeah, why hasn't she hired Maxie? Our Melvin fan, Kelly from PEI. It is just odd, but maybe that's what we're seeing soon. But no. I also think that we've seen with Nina, at least the way they, they present her, is that it takes her a long time to let somebody back in. I mean, you saw the longest time that it was with Valentine. That was getting drawn out. I mean, I feel like this Maxi thing seemed, is, is a lot longer only because Kirsten Storms was off the canvas yeah. for a long period of time. So, uh, you know, I mean, within, like, if only, like, her on-show appearances, it's probably, it's not as long as the Valentine stuff, but still, yeah. you know, just as a viewer-wise, you're like, oh, man, just let's Come move on. on. Let's get her back in. Uh, because let's get her more involved in this because uh, we don't want her more involved in the stupid Manlander story. Oh, God. I... How is this still going on? Last week we weren't here. As I said in the tweet, mm-hmm. the Manlander, Manlander storyline is stupid. When we had people <laughs> crashing at their apartment yeah. to, to open it up and get, like, just just to be sitting there with the cameras already, like, you know, streaming. It's like, oh, can we just get some advice? Just get some, like, who... Who uh, does that? I mean, yeah. Just uh, you know, and I, I I did not disagree with Maxie. But Maxie says, you know, we have to move. And yeah. I was like, you know, absolutely move to a place that has like a doorman or something or yeah, something some to keep these creepy people out. I mean, God, it's yeah, it's just, and I I did like that they they weren't like very nice or considered. They just like would just squeal and then yeah. just go all the way into like really weird fan talk. I'm like, 
Way to way to be. I, although I guess if you're showing up at some guy's door, you, you, you're already going to be off the. Off your rocker, right? <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like, that's not something. To say to do. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know him at all. I think he's cute. I find yeah. out where he lives. I'm just going to go and knock on his door. Yeah. All right, cool, you weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> so we get uh, uh, we get Nathan fed up with this and tells Amy, you know what, we gotta we gotta kill Man Landers. Yep. And just that scene where he tells her that, and anyway, she's just like like the, the her whole world We're just crumbles. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. just like, oh, it's like seriously, yes. honey. Y- you know, and he's like, you should do stuff on your own without me. You know, he's still encouraging you, honey. Yeah. yeah. Well, I feel like the rough part is that, you know, because he says, like, you know, we've got enough money there to be able to take care of Drew. Well, yeah, but, mm-hmm. like, you know, I, I feel, I can understand why Amy does this, but the fact that we never actually see Drew or anything like this, it's like, no. I get less and less, like, caring about that. It, I feel like it's just a name check. Oh, yeah, this is why she did it. But it's like... I don't really see you taking care of Drew. I don't see you doing it. We've never met Drew. So this all just seems like in the abstract to me that you're yeah. th- that you're taking care of this. And that's sort of the thing is it's hard to feel when we don't see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, all right. So I'm all with Nathan about killing this thing. Just kill Man Landers. It's, I don't know. It's, uh, I mean, I guess it's tough. I mean, she, it's been sold on. It's this really hot guy dealing, doling out really great advice to people. So if you you know reveal that it's not really this hot guy, it's this it's Amy, doling out this great advice. Does the fact that the advice is great trump out that it's not this hot man writing it? Well, you know, image is everything in this stupid country. So I don't I don't uh, well I mean they can write it however they want it, but I mean in reality would it maybe <laughs> I don't know. I mean if you find out yeah. you know that that somebody that you really respected or admired and but didn't know and it was revealed that you know that was just a front person, that it was another person doing it, would you all of a sudden devalue that the the originator of that content just because it wasn't who you thought it was? Not necessarily, because, yeah, I mean, the thing is, is, like, okay, the only difference in reality of these two people is, like, Nathan is a guy and she's a girl. There's no, like, real difference in as far as their backstory, as far as the people know. Because, like, yes, if you're getting financial advice from someone who is not financially sound, then... Yeah, then you start to question it. But with this, I'm like, what is there to question? It was kind of like a hodgepodge of advice. And if this advice was working for you, what does the gender of the person saying it have to change that? And that's why I'm like, I really don't understand why that would matter. Because the advice doesn't have to do with the gender. And I feel like at this time right now, Mm -hmm. where uh, women should not be afraid to be able to stand up for themselves, that Amy should really... I uh, should step forward and say, "No, this is this is this is I'm the one that's been doing this. This is me." Yeah, uh, I would love to see her kind of take that as opposed to being kind of like very very reluctant and worried that if she were to reveal that if she's the one behind all of this, that all of a sudden everything's going to disappear on her. And I'd hope the writers would realize, like, yeah, she should step up. And claim yeah, this. and two, it doesn't really send a good message if her coming out and saying she was the one doing it all along hurts that doesn't send a good message to young women out there don't don't yeah Yeah. you need a hot person to be able to yeah you need a hot guy always yeah Yeah. that's that's a real good message yeah Yeah. otherwise don't even bother trying anything yeah if you don't have that great you know (laughs) nathan package around it because he rocks a sweet fedora yeah Yeah. 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 all right yeah so uh yeah this 
just please let's close the book on this man Landers. I yeah. you know well, give give Amy please give Amy a, a, a great resolution with this. Let her stand up. Let her be accepted for this, and let her be able to run as man Landers without any worry. She can. Uh, that's great. But just then after that, just just you know what you don't even have to tell you don't even have to show me on camera. You no. can just have you can have Nathan and Maxie have a, t- a conversation at Kelly's. Like that was great. I can't believe yeah. Amy stepped forward and yep. <laughs> she's accepted, and now she's she's uh, great, and everybody loves her. And and then we just move on to another storyline. Hey, remember when I didn't know who my dad was? Just yeah. right there, Alan Kelly. <laughs> you could do that in one conversation. Just segue us right into another storyline. Exactly. For them. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm really glad that Man Lander stuff worked out. You know what? That really reminds me. How I don't know who my dad is. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yep. And then we never heard Van Landers again. <laughs> yeah. I would love it. That would be fantastic. <laughs> and then Max says, I will think about that while I'm back at Crimson. Thank you, Nathan. I have to go to work now. Mm-hmm. So, yes, please just let's uh, exit this really dark time. <laughs> And poor Charles. Well, um, Kelly from PEI brings up a good point. Can we move on to Finn and Anna and Felicia thinking they're dating? <laughs> it's like, yes, all right, we'll go on to that yes. one. Yes, <laughs> all right, Kelly, you've asked yeah. it. Well, let's get into it. I, you know, we've, you know, had had uh, we've got them now <laughs> pretending to date uh, while they're in Morocco, and now to actually like they have to really live the kind of tale that they've spun. Because uh, we've got that uh, what is it, Cassandra? Cassandra, yeah. Cassandra. She is in town now. And so they got to pretend to keep dating. And, of course... Hilarity what, ensues. <laughs> you, 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 you run into one of your close personal friends who's not in on it, and you have to still pretend. Yep, we're dating. Thanks, Felicia. Again, Felicia brought in for only the most <laughs> critical, critical of uh, scenes in yep. General Hospital. Like, oh, man, come on. You can yeah. give her more than this. Please. Oh, and now they're going on a double date. <laughs> yeah. the, honestly, the only person I, whose yeah. reaction I care about is, is Andres. Yeah. That's the only person I care about. Exactly. Because it's like, he's going to be all upset. And this is interesting. Because it's like, oh, they're not really dating. And may, and it would be interesting that Anna is actually interested in, in Andre. I hope that is the thing. Because I like her and Finn's thing but i'd rather them stay friends i don't really want to see them get together because the anna and andre stuff was built up for so long and i just like to see it happen yeah it worries me that i feel like they're going to do the route with uh anna and finn there where it's like oh we're going to be pretending to be in a relationship yeah. to like oh wait a minute maybe we're starting to both have feelings about yeah this. i mean it's very obvious that they're going that route because if we haven't seen them in you know have andre find out about this yet to at least kind of tease the possibility that, okay, we could be setting up into like a, a triangle that's not really a triangle. They have to at least pretend uh, there is a triangle in place. We haven't seen Andre's reaction to it, so I feel like, man, we're not going to get what we want on this No. One. Those bastards. No, yeah. Which is, you know, I mean, you know. Yeah. Our Melvin fan is like, hashtag, where's Andre? Yeah. And I know it is not the job of the soap writers and producers to cater mm. to every fan demand. Yeah. But yeah, I so I understand that. But I don't understand when there was such obvious chemistry and such outpouring that it's like we really like this couple that them as a couple who's never really explored. Yeah, because too, it's not like there haven't been interracial couples on this show before. I mean, even Molly and TJ, while not seen, Mm -hmm. are an interracial couple. This is not something that General Hospital has shied away from in the past. So it is kind of curious as to why they wouldn't let. The story on between Anna Devane, a veteran with, you know, really hot guy like Dr. Andre Maddox, who's, you know, a really interesting character. We still don't even know a lot about him. 
I would like to know more. I would yeah. absolutely love to know more about them. I and mean, we've had a chance to get to know more about Jer- Jordan and Curtis's family yeah. and history. Let's hear more about Dr. Andre. I mean, I know he's got to have some skeletons in, skeletons in his closet. So let's start dragging those out and see how that would inter- inter- uh, impact the relationship between him and Anna. Yeah. But we're not getting that. So yeah. we've got Cassandra. She is, you know, you know, kind of trying to lay a smoochies on Valentine. Mm-hmm. He wants to pick up right where they left off. Yeah, which I can understand. Valentine, yeah, yeah, Cassandra, please. I got, yeah. I got Nina already. Mm-hmm. I'm just, uh, and we see that if well, we have to jump over to Nell's scene with her and Valentine, <laughs> which I did. I man, because I don't like Nell. I'm not, you know, she's like whatever to me. But yeah. I always do like enjoy like when Valentine will just like kind of put the fear of God into somebody. <laughs> yeah, it is funny. <laughs> but uh, that she didn't take it completely lying down. She snaps a picture of them smooching. So I'm just waiting to see when that picture is going to end up blowing up in Valentine's face. Yeah, I kind of like that they just kept Nell as devious because at least it's entertaining and and she has something to do to like use that, you know. Because that's also away from the Carly Michael stuff. So it's like good to see her interact with some other people. And we'll see how that comes to play. Because it may wind up with Michael having another dead girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, I mean, just Valentine. Like, it's like, yeah, hey, if I, if I see you're trying to, you know, screw with something, something mm-hmm. I care about, I'm going to step in. And it's yeah. not going to go well for you. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. all right. You are the man, Valentine. You are the man in this moment. Absolutely. I don't know if I, I'm looking forward to the scene where... Nell does show Nina that photo, and then do we have to have the oh, angst yeah. with Nina, yeah. like, oh, my God, I've been cheated on again. Again. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, seriously, again. And we know that Valentine isn't even interested in Cassandra, really. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, I don't it's really like, why bother? See. Those scenes were fun to watch the first time around, and uh, yeah. Oof. Yeah. Uh, great. So I'm not looking forward to that. But what do you think now about Nell? So Michael Hyders, hires Curtis. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, mm. I, I'm going to hire somebody to investigate somebody I love to help prove your innocence. <laughs> yeah. Just to make sure. All yeah. right. Uh, and Curtis finds some stuff and presents it to Michael. And where, where do you, what do you think, Nell? Is it she, she devious? Is she running, is she running a con or is she very much like being framed and she's completely innocent? I think that Nell is more devious than she lets on, but I don't think. She is a complete con. I think some of this will come out that it wasn't all her or whatever. Because that sister seems odd. Anyway, I'm like... But yeah, I mean, we see Nell being obviously more devious than she let on. But I don't think she really killed the guy. But I also don't know. Like, when Curtis reveals to to Michael, like, oh, yeah, she was, you know, the, the head of their swim team and won medals... The fact that nobody came across that information in the original investigation does not speak well for any of that law enforcement. No, in that it's part. like, oh, you didn't find this newspaper where she was a swim team? <laughs> yes. Like, yeah, like. <laughs> and uh, her dead, dead, dead fiance's family yeah. could not, with all their wealth and resources, could Couldn't not find, find that? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I mean, hey, big ups for Curtis for, you yeah. know, of course, showing why you want to hire him, of course. But I could not believe that anybody else did not find this information. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, and so when he called, because I was like, all right, maybe now is just constantly just like the victim of circumstance. It's all just, you know, she happens to be in the wrong place at the wrong time for all these things. But then she, uh, Michael calls off, says, I'm going to call off Curtis. And he's on the phone call mm-hmm. ending that. And then we cut around to Nell outside the office and she gets that smile on her face. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, as I say, she's a little devious. <laughs> that was the first crack where I was like, uh, all right, I got it. There's got to be something to it. Yeah. Uh, 
You know, I mean, she but she sold her ring, which I don't even know if that was like the cool move, like sell the ring yeah. and give that money to Morgan's charity. Yeah, that was kind of stupid to me. I, it's like, why not just why not just give that ring back to the family and then they're completely done with you? Yeah. Just like because now they're going to be constantly after you and eventually it's going to come out that that ring got sold. Yeah. Like, All right. I have no idea why she's doing this. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Do you, do you want are, – are you excited about this pairing with Nell and Michael, given the idea that you can't quite, quite tell where Nell it truly is? No, but <laughs> honestly, I haven't been excited about a Michael pairing, like, ever. I mean, I liked Abby and Star. They were okay. But, I mean, it's like Michael is a very interesting and connected character. Why can't we give him a decent love interest? Yeah. Uh, now, speaking of other Corinthos uh, uh, slash Jack's children – uh, you know, we, we do find out. We're trying to find out, uh, you know, the the, the paternity of uh, what's his name's Oscar. face, Oscar's face, uh, Oscar's family. Hey, Carly is dead. Said, so like, why don't you call your mom? And why don't we say? I know we're both busy, but I'm sure we can find a great time that's mutually beneficial for both of us to meet. I actually liked Carly this week as the nagging mom. It, <laughs> it was actually a, a good. Uh, Change of pace for the character where you're like, okay, this is a Carly I actually like. She's trying to be a good mom, trying to get to know this kid's family. It's cute. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, and I, I'm curious, like with Oliver, when he says, oh, my mom's always so busy, it's never going to happen anyway. Is he serious about that or is he trying to throw shade? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you know speaking of shade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. You know him, you love him. He's back here again. He's rejoined the GH Report on a full-time, ongoing basis. He'll be back here every single Sunday because you, the fans, have demanded it. James Love Jr., everybody. I made it in the last nine minutes. This is crazy. (laughs) Hi, you guys. Hi, you guys. I feel so weird over here. I should be up there somewhere, but I'm here. Follow me at James Love Jr. Just kidding. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny to be in here. I was being interviewed, so I'll let you guys know there's a thing coming out with me. Mm. Nice and vague. A thing that's coming out. A thing coming out. This is is soaps, so (laughs) just tune in, and then Mm -hmm. you'll see. But hi, guys. Well, yeah, so yeah, I know you came in here to the big announcement that you're Joining the GH report. No, Frank is, Frank is obviously <laughs> having some issues. And the chat is like, James, OMG, I, Big Daddy, I'm screaming. Guys. I'm oh. here, I'm here. Yes, wearing my Hamilton inspired shirt. Yeah, Taylor Jones says, love the Hamilton shirt. I know, I lo- I'm so obsessed with that, that whole show right now and all its merchandise. I've been buying just all mm. kinds of stuff. I almost, almost cussed us now. Mm. Well, go ahead. Yeah. You're a guest. You can do whatever you want. I have all kinds of shit. No, mm-hmm. look at that. Cheese and crackers. I can just cussed on camera. So, James Latt, Jr., yes. thanks for coming back. Thank you. I did watch this week. I did watch oh. this week. Oh, well, look at that. Look who did that. What, what do you think of the I like Jason how you, return? But he just did like, this week. I haven't watched yeah. anything else. Yeah, this, this week, this I week. did. Well, you, uh, you guys, sorry, I mean, some of you guys know that I did interview Steve Burton. I got to yeah. have him on my show. I got to talk to him. Super nice guy. And uh, so I was like, let me watch this week to see what's going on. Because now he's in Port Charles. Mm-hmm. And so, okay, for me, and you guys can all have your own opinions, of course. You know how you guys, I know how you guys are. I like the pacing of it so far. I don't think it's I don't think it's too long or too short. I think it's I think the pacing's fine. Yeah, the Jason story is. Yeah, good. the pacing's yeah. fine. No, I think I think the pacing is fine. He's he's already in Port Charles. He's seeing. I mean, he's getting there. So I mean, it's gonna it's gonna him and Sunny will see each other at some point. It's all gonna happen. But I love people want Ava and Jason together. Yeah, they the have Java chemistry. Fans. 
I don't, I don't know if I, I don't think I, I'm not really shipping them at all. Right. Oh, yeah. she's got Dr. Hot Breeze. You, you know, no, nothing. I thought Lucretia the whole time. When they slept together, I was like, <laughs> okay, Lucretia, your two favorite people got together. Yep. Finally. <laughs> Finally. It's like, jeez and crackers. They, got, they, they are together. And they're not trying to play this whole thing of like, we don't, they're just casual. They both like each other. Obviously. Oh, yeah. It's he fun. left the priesthood for he her. Left, he, left. He, he talked to, um, what's his name? Gopher. From, for Gopher. Yeah, from right. Love Boats. I was like, that's Gopher? He's still alive? Yeah. Like, Alan Grundy? Like, go on, Alan Grundy. Um, and and he's, he left the priesthood. I thought, okay. Look at that. I, 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 you know, for anybody in that situation, it's always tough to be that person like, oh, they left the priesthood for me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, I know. Completely. Um, that's like the hottest thing in the world. <laughs> <laughs> so some of us would be like, oh, no. But I thought it leaked the whole time. I was like. Keeping the Faith is like my favorite romantic comedy <laughs> yeah. for a reason. I had posters of Ed Norton all over my yeah, wall. So. But, but Lucretia, <laughs> a moment like that, say you, so you're involved with the priest. He decides yeah. he's going to leave the priesthood to be with you. Yeah. Do you feel like that? It's like, I need to be with this person forever because Pressure. he left the priesthood. That's yeah. a lot of pressure to put okay. in a relationship. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. That's, cool. <laughs> that's uh, fine. As long right. as he's hot. I like a challenge. Yeah. As long as it looks like Griffin's fine. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Okay. Fine. Mm-hmm. There you go. James, would you feel yeah. the same way if somebody left the priesthood for no, you? No, I would feel a little pressure. Yeah. I'd be like, I'd be like, I don't know if I'm that good. <laughs> I don't know if I'm, I mean, I'm not, no, I'm not good. I don't know if I'm that good. I mean, I'll be like, I'll be a little nervous. So, that. what is your favorite storyline going on right now? I want to tell you what I don't like right now, <laughs> and um, as you, I don't know if you guys have heard, you know that they just dropped the whole Christina Parker because they both leaving the show mm. or have left the show. I guess they're gone. That, Lex yeah. Gaines that just, and, yeah, that was like just a fly by night. Like, hey, we're, yeah. we're going to leave in the, the cover of night and just be gone. And they said because they dropped the storyline. I don't like that at all. I think it's kind of tired. I'm liking that Ned is getting a little like, wait a minute, my little twenty something year cousin ain't all that, and he wants to. I say, yeah, give us some corporate entry. Let's get him in there. I like. I want to ask you guys a question. Mm-hmm. Do you like that? Um, that well, I call him Drew, Faux Jason, <laughs> yeah. and Sam bought Derek Wells Media. Do you think it's a? I I like it. I think it's interesting because it'll give him something to do and yeah. maybe kind of get him more involved with the Quartermains once he really okay. knows who he is. Okay. You know, because now that's the path he's chosen to be yeah. in corporate. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess you have to have him some fallback position to have when yeah. he, everything's revealed about his past. Oh, okay, but. It does seem weird that we've never seen like one like iota of like inclination towards media at yeah. all with this version of Jason. Yeah, and but I mean, it is Sam is a daughter of. I mean, I can't, I'll get. I'll take that. I guess, but which means that you can easily run a multi million dollar <laughs> company <laughs> easily. I could. Sure, yeah, why not? there you I'll, go. All good. That's right. um, but yeah, I I I, was, I I feel I don't know how I feel about it yet. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't dislike it, but I don't know if I love it yet. I mean, I guess we'll just wait and see what the interaction will be like. Because you already have Nina, and that whole thing happened. He wants to keep Nina, of course. But I'm just wondering how that's going to really work out. Yeah, I mean, because, like, really, other than Crimson, and I guess for a little bit, like, the paper, yeah. we've never really seen, like, what else is in, in a part of this multimedia company. So it's yeah. like, all right, I don't know what else you... Are we going to see, like, Jason on the set of, like, viral videos and stuff? <laughs> Doing his, like, BuzzFeed type yeah, of things? We'll, we'll see our buddy Mike again. It's his oh, blog yeah, that's as part right. of it. Yeah. That's right, right. Now, I did like, even though it have been, like, 10,000 years, Sam and Maxie. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, they are friends. Oh, hello. I like the fact that Max kind of brought that up a little bit. Like, hello, like, you didn't tell me this. Was, like, mm. I kind of like their friends. Like, they finally showed their friendship again. Yeah, because I always liked them because yeah. I thought they were an odd pairing, but yes. it worked. Yeah. Yes, I agree. So, I like that. Now, another storyline, I just, I just wish they would just kill it. I just wish that, I wish, I want to call time of death. 
I want to kill it so bad as Man Landers. We were talking about that. Yeah, Absolutely. it's the worst. Uh, we were saying that we uh, just like a scene in Kelly Kelly's where Nathan and Max are just talking, <laughs> and they just basically wrap up the whole storyline in that conversation. I'm in. Yep, there you go. I'm in. A- I Amy, just... Amy said, stood up and said, I'm really Man Landers. Everybody <laughs> loved her, and she's now writing that one. Farewell. <laughs> and, I'm just so, I just, I don't, I just, I, I, I hate it. Yeah, I it hate is. it so much. I will say a storyline that's kind of bummed me out, where it's just doing like that unnecessary soap dragging out, which is kind of frustrating me, is the uh, Laura and Kevin storyline, where it's yeah. like, it's like you know, I understand, like you know, in that moment, maybe not been the best of a repose, but then they make Laura like, okay, this is it, this is it, like mm-hmm. so every time they're together, she's expecting it, yeah. and they couldn't have made it more cheesy, where they yeah. had him stand up and then bend down to tie yeah, his shoe. Yeah. Like, like, who stands up like that to I, go tie their shoe? I, I know. Yeah, you know, <laughs> just like all right. That was a little force. But some students, they do cheese. They do a little cheese, as they do. And I, I try to accept that kind of. <laughs> but I agree with you. I'm just like, just, come on, let's get them engaged. And let's, let's have a wedding. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we were just talking a little bit about Oliver and his paternity. Do we feel like his... Drew is his father. You think so? I guess so. Huh. Why not? Drew is his father and Brent is his mother. Oh, please, please, <laughs> no. No, no, not Brenda. That's my prediction. Uh, I do like the idea of Drew being his father, yeah. though. Yeah, that is interesting. Because yes. then Scout would be, you know, his yes. little sister. Now, here's what's interesting. I just, another little shameless plug, because I'm shameless. I interviewed Drew Garrett. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to be on my, my GHB Spotlight this Friday, mm-hmm. who played Michael before this Michael. And fans have been actually wanting him to come on as an age Jake. Hey, that would be And work opposite Steve Burton again. Huh. And he said that was a great idea. He's like, this is a great, he's just so shocked that fans remembered him, and... I don't know. Everybody liked. Some people liked him. That was their. There was their Michael. Um, also, like Dylan Cash. I'm working, I'm working on. Yeah. We're going to get him on my show too. He was little Dean on uh, Supernatural. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> but he was, like, he was a redhead. It was kind of yeah. weird. But Drew Garrett was super nice. Also, um, they would say they have him as Age Jake. Oh, that's <clears> cool. Maybe I, like that. I was yeah. like, that's, a, that's interesting kind of story. But because everybody's waiting for Jake and Jason to meet. He has mm-hmm. those, those sons alive. Yeah. Well, I, 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 well, he's heard him. Yeah, he heard, yeah, him. He heard him. Yeah, but he heard him. But he doesn't really know the whole story, and that's what I think really interesting. And as we're getting ready to wrap up, I mean, yeah. I know she was excited about Franco this we're week. We're not wrapping up. We're going to stay for the next two hours yes! on here. <laughs> Are we liking what Franco's yeah. uh, as he's tracking down the, the mystery of who Drew is? Is he the one that pushed him down the stairs? <laughs> I, I like how, yeah, that's all being set up. Well, you were standing at the top of the stairs, so clearly you must have pushed him down. Like, I know. Uh, yeah, so I don't want it to actually be that Franco was yeah. the one who did it, because that would just be too easy, because he's always thought he was a monster, and it kind of goes, makes him, you know, Question right. himself again right. when he has made a better life for himself. And, yeah, that's yeah. true. I agree with that. Yeah. But I also feel like is it a failing of? I mean, certainly a child falling down the stairs is terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I guess so. But but it's also kids roughhousing. It's an accident. It does not mean that this is a, a potential serial killer, and yeah. I need to like all of a sudden like steal him off from the rest of the world. I've dropped my children. When they were babies, <laughs> yes. they're still alive. They're yeah. grown ups. Yeah, they survived. Kids, kids yeah, roughhouse and sometimes yeah, you get hurt really, in the midst. They of it. slide out of your hands or whatever. Oh. And so I dropped my daughter once. Eh, alive, she's alive. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, "All right, Beverly, what's your?" I, I, yeah, I know. <laughs> <sighs> but but the show. I mean, to me, the show is. I say right now, it's half and half for me. Like I kind of like half storylines. What happened? Like. I asked Lucretia this, so I ask you: yes. Who do you think is the first person that's going to see the Steve Burton Jason that knows him previously? It won't be sunny. I tell you, it's going to be sunny. It's going to be Michael. Oh. Ooh, I would like that. That's a good call. Michael. That's a really good call. I like that. As long as it's not Sam. 
It won't be mm. Sam. Please not. It, yeah. won't be, it won't be Carly. It won't be Sam. It won't be Mike. I think, I think, I think everybody's waiting for those. It won't, they won't be first. They yeah. won't be first. I think it's going to be Michael. Uh, I do like that a lot. That, that so my two cool. predictions. Mm. Oscar is the son of Drew and Brenda. And and this first one he's going to see is, is going to see is going to be Michael. All right, I'm going to go with at least Drew. Please not Brenda. <laughs> Please not. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Please not. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, look at this. Uh, it was so brief, but thank goodness James Lott Jr. will be back. <laughs> Every week Stop now, it. talking about all this. I will watch your food posts on Instagram. That's about it. And comments. And that's a shady Saturday, shady Sunday. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for this episode of the GH Report. This is exciting. It felt like I had a chance, like a, just a mini chance, to interview James Lott Jr. He did. I think he did. Just, <laughs> there you go. But uh, speaking of, of minis, uh, James Lott Jr., as you mentioned, he does the GH Mini Spotlight. James Lott Jr., where can they find that? You find it on iTunes, Spreaker, and now iHeartRadio. Look at that. And he also is doing one now based on The Bold and the Beautiful as well. I am. And Y&R, and y and too. I'm doing three of them. No, that's cool. So they're, yeah. kind, of, they're kind of fun. They're like, they're like 10 to 20 minutes long. They're fun. Interesting. It's uh, interesting. Yeah, I mean, I'm free for 15 or 20 minutes. You know, yeah. Cool. Hey, you've been on my shows. Mm, yeah, mm-hmm. You have. You and I you both have. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. I, I guess mm-hmm. that, that book's closed now. Right? <laughs> you, can never, you can never come back. You've both been on before. That's it. So they never get. And James Lott Jr., if everybody doesn't know by now where to find you. Where just remind them where can they find you? We're all James Lott Jr. are sold at James Lott Jr. <laughs> Everybody, thanks for watching us here on the GH Report. Uh, we will be back here next Sunday night. But if you want to continue the conversation with us even after the show's over, of course, you can like us on Facebook, give us those five stars on iTunes, subscribe to the YouTube channel. And Lucretia, where can they find you? You guys can always find me at L A C R E T I A L Y O N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. Ladies and gentlemen, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, or, you know, don't. I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm not your boss. I'm <laughs> the boss of you. That's right. Uh, you make your own choices. Uh, but be smart. Mm-hmm. Follow me. Why not? What do you got to lose? But you can do that at Happy Go Jackie. It feels weird to be closing a show right here with James Lott mm-hmm. Jr. I know. Like, Congratulations on the Comic Con or whatever you guys are doing. Yes. Whatever's coming up. I'm so excited for you guys. Oh, uh, thank you. There we go. Yeah. With yeah. a very, very. Uh, whatever he's going on, you're like, yeah. whatever's going on, it's coming to this. But whatever he's doing, get something good. Something good. Something good. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks again for joining us. We'll see you back here next Sunday night with another episode of the GH Report with James Lott Jr. right here on AfterBuzz TV. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.